All right, ladies and gentlemen, gear up for what is going to be the most uh, probably intimate episode of Pipe It Up in history. Six dudes, two beds, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we are ready to record uh, a pod on the road live from Long Island, New York. So this is the Pipe It Up podcast. Cue the intro. All right, everyone state your name and team. Kyle Schultz, Western Wildcats. And my name is Tom. Play for the birds. The good birds. He lied. Um, Blade Walker, the better birds. Uh, Jason Chadwick, Chomp Chomp. <laughs> Trevor Bonham, wands up. Wands up. We are live here. Uh, first of all, welcome back to the Pipe It Up podcast, the official podcast of MLW Wiffle Ball. We are live, like I said, from, I think we're in Medford, New York, somewhere in Long Island. I don't know, been a long weekend. It is Sunday evening, post Long Island whiffs. Um, everyone's tired. Wanted to go to Dave and Buster's. I said, guys, we got to get some work done here. Got to get this pod recorded. So uh, we're going for it. On the road. Wish Jack was here, but Jack gave me the green light to record with everybody else. And uh, I don't know what's on the agenda tonight. I haven't even watched the video yet, but let's just talk about the tournament, I guess. How are we feeling after umping, boys? Long weekend at the tournament. Oh, How are I'm, spirits? That turf. Look at me. That, just look at me, folks. I'm dead. Yeah. I think, what, what do we have? 100 plus games? Cause we I had, don't know. We had 55 teams. We had 23 in the younger division. I think 15 in the teen division. And then 17 in the older. So I think 55. Over 100 games. We're all dead. From just managing the tournament. All these guys umping. But I will say it was, it was very rewarding. And good tournament. Well, I think the problem that I was having is we've been spoiled because Peoria in the spring for the Midwest Slugfest was indoors. Legacy for Wiffle in the Mitten in Brighton, indoors. Here we were in the hot sun. Not a cloud in the sky either day. You got heat pouring in from above, and then the turf just radiating heat. I think everyone's sunburned. I am fried. Back of my neck is fried. For sure. sure. Fried. It's bad. We're, uh, we're definitely tired, but a great weekend. Highlights. Blade Walker, best part of the weekend. Um, the dipping dots were pretty good. Um, I was really just like pursuing my uh, umpiring job, just looking forward to that pizza in New York, and uh, you know, still still hunting that. But uh, tomorrow morning, we're we're going after the pizza strong. We are, Chatty. Yeah, um, I think the highlights were definitely the amount of liquids I consumed this weekend. I probably spent eighty dollars on Powerade and water over the last two days. We're hurting. Um, We're hurting financially here. We are crushed financially. Um, so yeah, the highlights were probably the two concession stands, a four dollars smart water. We put Dan Schultz on dinner duty here. Meanwhile, Dan's been getting probably Mark Schultz credit card all weekend at the at the concession stands. We've all been down <laughs> bad buying water and Powerade. And Dan's like, yeah, this looks like a great spot, guys. I put it into my GPS, and it's like $50 an entree. Yeah. I'm like, Dan, I cannot afford to eat here this weekend, man. Tom, but, uh, Tom, let me tell you my favorite part of the weekend oh, yeah, was you do just that, um, being able to represent MLW in some form. Um, <laughs> so we had, we had three MLW teams. We had MLW Red, MLW White, and MLW Blue. Um, represent but like one guy who didn't make the MLW cut is this man right here, Dallas Allen. What a traitor! I mean, what a piece of junk! Look at this. You think this is this Dallas signifies Dallas, anything? Please, Dallas, no. Defend yourself. Yeah, please make a case for why you played for Final Boss. 
So Robles asked me to plan opening day, and I'm not going to turn on Cap. the opportunity to play with Jumpman Cap. in an MLW tournament. Didn't happen. Yes, it did. You can talk to him personally. That's what happened. No, I'm staying on the mic. I think one thing we're forgetting here is the fact that you could have just said no. I want to. I want to rep my boys, but instead, instead you ditch your. Instead you ditch your boys. Robles isn't MLW. What are you talking about? Dallas isn't a bro. He broke bro code. I did not. Robles is Sweet. in the league. Yeah, but it's different with him. No, no, it's not. Yeah, it is, and you I know that. You guys were called like MLW something. I I didn't. I was not in charge of the team. Yeah, name. what was your that team was, name, Dallas? What was, was your team, team name? Was Jordan Robles final boss? Where's we, the we MLW were, in that? I do want to say something though. It it, it it was kind of cool trying to beat you guys and having Jordan and his two buds and you. It was a a, a huge challenge. I think. Honestly, if I had to guess, I was I was probably saying that Jordan was throwing like ninety one or ninety two there. It was insane. Yes. So, you guys did earn it, and you did have a a good performance on the mound. So I will say that Dallas. Thanks, Kyle. Someone who actually respects me in, in this room. I mean, I think MLW Red. As a host here, I need I need Dallas off the stage, off right. the stage, please. And exit right. Uh, we didn't finish our highlights. Bottom. What was your highlight of the weekend? Mine would probably have to be uh, the Random Bomb Tom. Oh, Coming to play was awesome. It was awesome. Hey, to you see. know what? We may not have Jordan Robles. We may not be called the final boss, but MLW Red, nobody had more heart, heart out there than us. Heart and grit. <laughs> we had to grind out some yes, wins this we weekend. Did. Flat out wins we did not deserve. We, we were, <laughs> that we were we got. on the absolute won, this morning. <laughs> we won the three one uh, kid. We beat the Lido Escondidos. I like those kids, by the way, for the record. Yeah, great kids. Troy, shout out to you. They were, they were awesome. Great kids, class, Seriously. a classy bunch there. Yeah. Um, I went out there on the mound, a brave, as brave as I am, and I uh, got her done. wasn't the prettiest, but got her done. Got a thirteen to five win, and then we played uh, CWB. I think. Yeah. yeah. Crew, yeah. Cruise yeah. there as Chatty. Yeah. Settled in after a while. Yeah. Yeah. No, Chatty was up and down. It, it was a roller coaster. Out it there was a roller us. coaster. And uh, this morning, man, a game for the ages. Uh, so we said. Here was the plan. Same thing we did yesterday against the Escondidos. We said we're gonna we're gonna call the away side if we win the coin toss. Well, yesterday that was the case, but okay, we were the okay. Well, Drew had no plan in mind. Here was my logic: okay. um, not knowing opponents in these tournaments at all, having no knowledge on them whatsoever. I said, let's call away here, and then if we go out there and take you know a five, six, seven, nothing lead in the top of the first, I'll go out there and throw. We'll save a better two arms for the later elimination games. For sure. So we take away here, and I thought that this team I thought I heard wasn't very good, but this kid is a left-hander just shoving. We go down one, Shocking. two, three in the top of the first. So I was like, well, I guess that plan didn't work out. Chatty, you're throwing. So long story short, despite even a grand slam robbery from Bonham, four-run swing, by the way, um, we're down. It ended up being like six to one, though, right? Yeah, yeah, we were down six, six to one. one. Going I came into in the fourth inning. Six to one runs. going into the fourth. So the lefty has to step out because he reached his three inning max. We didn't do much against him. He was very good. They bring in a right hander who is just like Chatty out there, just could not find it. <laughs> Kid couldn't find it. I was just calling it how it is. Kid could not no, find it. No, he couldn't. And uh, so I'm feeling for him, but at the same time, we want to win this ball game. So we're going to make him earn strikes. So we're, we're taking pitches. We're seeing pitches. He may have walked in one or two, three runs. I want to say it got to bases loaded, no outs, six to four. And then we had to pick up balls in between at bats. And instead of like helping the boys pick up the balls, this kid's like, give me a sec. And he just starts like warming up, mid inning, throwing, not even joking, Jordan Robles speed. Yes. He is throwing Talking. the ball as hard as he can, chucking the ball and like hard sliders, like pretty good pitches. So we're like, what is he doing? Is he just giving it up? 
Well, then Chadwick steps into the box, and it's just bink, 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 90 miles an hour to strike one, strike two, strike three. I'm like, we lost. Like, this is it. It is so <laughs> <Yeah>. over. <laughs> bottom goes up, strikes out. Same so then thing. it's six to four, two outs, <laughs> juiced. And I go up there, and I'm like, this is going to take a prayer at this point. But I said to somebody, I said, I'm going to go take a hack. Yeah. I said, I'm going to take, take an absolute one. hack. Take a big one. I mean, I wasn't even close to hitting the ball. So I step in there, and I'm like, this kid's throwing way too fast. We're 42 feet away. This is impossible. First pitch, just a riser at my chin. Strike one, like smoke. I'm, I look at Trevor. I give you a look like, yep, this is over. <laughs> Pack it in. Pack it in. So it was like a random bomb time was reborn. It was just like playing the NWLA in 2021. I said, you know what? This guy's flat out better than me, okay? <laughs> All you can do is trust your timing and put a good swing on a ball. So second pitch was pretty much I was going to swing no matter what. No matter what. Because I didn't have time to really react and put a swing on the ball where it was. So I give myself a big old leg kick. I see ball and I just take a rip. Go ahead, grand slam. He <laughs> Don't hit know ball. how. He hit ball. So we hit a bomb. Took the lead eight to six. Ended up winning, I think, ten to six. Yep. Was the final score. Yeah. Locked it down I mean, and you got the win. That was against Outage. Outage. Okay. Yeah, those, those I think they were like in the blue shirts. Yeah. 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 They, they were cool. Yeah, they had a good starter. Yeah. They just needed a second pitcher. Uh their uh their coach showed up in a suit. Respect. And the oh, next yeah, day he came back and yeah, played. He yeah, played they today. GM. They had a GM. He, he entered played. the home run derby and he had a great swing as well. So yeah. I always re- appreciate the people that go for the comedic aspect and show up in a full-on suit like that in the blistering sun. It's funny. There was uh, a couple teams with coaches. The 10 to 12 runner-ups, they were called the Coop Boys. They had a big squad. I was like, what's your name, boys? We were doing the Home Run Derby. And they had two managers, Jack and Jack. And those two guys, they, they went all the way to the finals. But uh saw some good talent. I think for the first time ever, uh, I saw a perfect game in a four-inning game. I've seen perfect games in Mercy's in these tournaments, but... uh the eventual champs, the flex wiffle ball, 10 to 12 on Saturday. I was umping them. First kid who carried them all the way. Went three innings, faced nine batters, struck out all nine. And then on the fourth, they bring in their number two, and he, I think he got two ground outs and a strikeout. So it was 12 up, 12. Excuse me. It's the boneless wings coming up. Um, <laughs> 12 up, 12 down, I think, was uh, was what they did. Tom, so that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Tom, let me, let me rewind back to what you guys were talking about in your game. Um, I th- I think it, I think we should talk about since both parties are in the room, uh, the second round matchup between MLW Red and MLW Blue. We don't need to get into specifics. Um, right? No, I think well, I think we can. We can. This? You can go. I don't you think can we go need get him. to. Hey, I'm I think go, he's trying to sleep. Down. But we well, did, did, see, like, yeah, I mean, should we wait? We can wait for no. You. You, we can fill time. Okay. Can fill okay. Time. Well, listen, listen. So Dan was shoving all day, folks, and for most for you MLW fans out there that have been keeping up. Uh, with this recent season, you'd be pretty surprised by what he could do on the mound today. Um, but shoving. Dan Dan was shoving. Um, we were the away team. Yeah, because you guys were the higher seed, and it was Chatty on the mound. Um, Chatty, I guess my question for you is just, you know, what were you feeling uh, as, you know, I think we put up six in the first inning. What were you feeling there? Yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of it was mental. Um, once, I, once I walked a couple of guys... Um, I just, I just think it kind of got in my head, and I just really could never find the zone in that first inning, and set us back. Yeah. So, and then so MLW, MLW Red. Um, I could feel the heart, Tom. I can tell you that. So much soul. There was a lot, a lot of respect. I left it all out there man. on both sides of the diamond, and I, I was, I was proud to be playing against an, another MLW team. Yeah, me too. That's always nice just to see MLW players out there, unlike Absolutely. Dallas Allen. 
it really is nice to support the league yeah. in every way possible. Yeah, and so that game ended up coming down with two outs. Tommy came up. Um, it wasn't a. I don't. I don't believe it was a meaningful at bat. Was not. But but you could really feel you know, every the at energy. Means something. All right. Every at bat means something. Okay. Every at bat does mean something. But you could really feel the energy between Tommy and Dan out there, and that was just special to see that. It was. That was a, that was a pure moment for two friends out there. Yeah. By the Very way, guys, special. I just I went over to my room and Daniel's he's passed out. He's sleeping right now. Yeah, Dan's probably snoring. I wanted Dan to uh, contribute to this conversation, but he's done right now. Kind of understand. Dan's a man who you're not really going to get a 12 hour day out of that guy. If he puts in eight hours, he's done. That's all I can <laughs> give he you. Puts in eight, yeah. He puts in and eight. And the issue is, we were planning on going to D and B's, and Dan was on the bus, but I don't know if he's going to make it anymore. <laughs> drag him out of bed. <laughs> yeah, we Buster's. can drag him, but you guys still want to go, don't you? It's like it's 10:34, and they close yeah, at Tom, midnight. Yeah, we'll close. We last call. Tom and I will make our way in. Hey. If Dan? I don't win a jackpot tonight, I'm gonna be upset. Yeah, thirty minutes of fun, it's worth it. How did uh how did that um red versus blue game end? What what how did that very end? Well, I think I think Ryan was getting to that. Um essentially me and Dan, Clash of the Titans, you know, we go way Clash back. Clash of the Titans. Uh he uh as he should, you know, he had us down pretty bad. Um I think it was a mercy rule situation. And so I think he had me O two, right? He did, yeah. And he said, I'm gonna throw a knuckle drop and I was like, All right. And thinking he had no shocks, he hadn't thrown one all day. And I kind of saw it go up, and I'm like, you know, that, that might get it. And it hit like, the, these zones are big. These zones are big. I should have just swung. I wouldn't have <laughs> hit it. That might get it. That might, that might no, clip it. it. No, folks, it was up there. folks, I think something that should be said is that pitch was in the air for a good, it felt it like a few seconds. It so was. You know, it was. It was just because yeah. Basically, it was yeah, like right. a knuckle drop you'd see on TikTok. Like the one he threw to Robles on opening day. Yeah. Right, It exactly. was like that. And it hit the top of the zone, which is like at my neck. And he, he did me dirty. Yeah. I walked off the field. That's Dirty Dan for you. Left the complex. You know what, though? Sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes, kid from the allergy, you hit a granny off him, it's time for him to go home. It was time for me to go home. <laughs> you know what, Tom? Sometimes you just got to tip your cat, man. What do they say in Moneyball? At some point, you can no longer play the yeah, kid's game. Yeah. The old, yeah sometimes. Yeah. If you're 18, sometimes you're 40, but we're all told. Yeah. Yeah. I was told in the quarterfinals. <laughs> it was my time had come. Yeah. My time had come in the quarterfinals. But quarters. that's all right, yeah. That's right. Yeah. But it was it was a fun weekend. It was definitely long and tiring. Um, I never gave my highlight. I'd say the bomb. The bomb was pretty cool, but I think what meant most to me was just a reunion with Chadwick. We, we went. We went south as teammates a few years back in Arizona. I think went, got on a bad oh, foot yeah. there, and uh, we didn't. Really, I, I did not contribute to us going south. Well, you know, you say what you want. Some things went wrong. We're not going to point any fingers. <laughs> I don't the, know what happened. The moment, the moment Tom got parked to center field by a 14-year-old. He was not 14. We were in the 16-plus division. Tom, his parents drove him to the field that day. Was he playing up? <laughs> he must have been, but his parents were standing there. That is like, an all-time at story. At the most, 16. <laughs> Dead center. I don't know if that's in full detail. It's just embarrassing. The other details make you look worse. I know. <laughs> Here, here's what happened in full in full honesty. Um, so this is Arizona, Phoenix, 2021 spring? January 22. Yeah. January 22, so a year and a half ago. And uh, this is, we know, things weren't looking so great for me. Coming off a rough Mallard season, people were calling from my head saying I should retire. Stick to this one at the same day where a kid's like, Tom, you're you're like, Ryan, you're a great pitcher. Kyle, you're my favorite player. Tom, you're so good at announcing. And I was like, that's when you know, like, oh, Jesus, is it, is it really yeah. over for me? Um, but things have been rough. We had, what was our roster? Me, you, Jorgie, and Jorgie Brendan. And Brendan, we had Brendan, yeah. So I think, why was I the number two there? 
<laughs> I, 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 maybe Jorgie pitched the game before and his arm was hurting. Look, I don't know. Once again, we're just yeah, a, just a squad bag. that plays with a lot of a lot of grit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of grit and a lot of soul. And we go out there for game one, and it's you know it's eighty degrees. <laughs> it's Arizona, and I have an aunt and uncle, uh, Nola and Ron, who live out there. Uh, they're probably in their mid eighties or so. Long walk from the parking lot. Keep that in mind. So we tell them we're coming to town. Like, oh, yeah, we want to see your wiffle ball thing. So those two, you know, uh, with their walkers, they get out there. Long walk from the parking lot. We're winning this game. Chadwick's throwing really well. So then it's time for me to close. So I go out there. I think it's a, a it was, one nothing I, ball game. I think game. we were at one nothing. one nothing ball game. And they're enjoying it. They're excited to see me go out there and pitch just like baseball back in the day before they moved to Phoenix. And I faced two batters. Um, first guy, I think I walked. I think you walked four that pitches, four pitches. Four pitches. So, put the put the tying run on base, and I was like, all right, I guess I gotta just kind of get it over here and <laughs> let him let him go to contact. First pitch, and it's a nuke. Walk up, walk up to run shot, and then they left. My aunt and uncle left after that. It so, was the most humiliating display. That's rude. Okay. <laughs> I went out there. I flew across the country for that. Tom, but the thing is, you didn't get any better in your next outing. Like, any better. I can let your teammate do this. We made, we made amends this weekend. Yeah, we did. We did. That, we, that was ingrained in his head for the last year and a half. Yeah, it was. We, we moved past it, though. It motivated me. Yeah, no, but we're talking about best moments from this tournament. Um, when we get to me, I just think all the people that we met. Uh, think about just like 55 teams that watch your videos and are meeting you pretty much for the first time. It was crazy. So shout out to everybody that not only played in the tournament, we got we got a lot of like walk-ups too. And people also playing in like a baseball tournament alongside our wiffle ball tournament that kind of like knew us but didn't know we were coming. So shout out to those kids. And honestly, the parents were awesome. The kids were awesome. The complex was awesome. So Pretty much all the way around, it was it was a really smooth event. I agree. I met some I met some good people. I meet so many good people; it's hard to keep track of them. I feel like really ever, like most fans there were like diehard MLW fans. Like they Absolutely. were ones that have been watching for years and years now. Oh, you know what? Also, what also was huge at this event was the trading cards are back, folks. That's right. This was a a hot commodity at the merch tent. The T-shirts were also going quick. We had rally towels, but. Super cool to see these terms kind of grow into like a Cooperstown vibe where everybody's like Cooperstown has the trading pins type of thing. But our MLW attorneys, they're they're turning into some card trading, um, you know, stations at the tent and along the field. So uh, our set dropped. Shout out to Pat Lee Cards are on the site right now. But um, that's one of my honestly my favorite things at our tournaments now is all the, the, the trading going on. It's sweet. Hey, we have our uh, cover boy right here. Yeah, Ryan, what's it mean for you to be a cover athlete? Dude, honestly, it's it's pretty cool. Um, just for the fact that like, like every pack that I saw, the little kids ripping that that, that I at least saw my face on the front. But I, you always gotta love when a kid comes up to you with your card asking for that signature. So it's really cool to be the cover of that. Did you sign any rappers? I I didn't actually. You know, I didn't. You should sign a rapper. I think. Well, most of those kids are too young to be content with you know just not ripping my face in half when they when they first buy that pack. So. That was the issue. I want to ask you, Tommy. So we've been working, obviously, very closely with with Pat Lee Cars in these past few months, finalizing this complete set. What are some of your favorite, I guess, inserts or individual cards? Because I have a couple in mind that are pretty funny slash insane. Um, So I think both the new inserts are really cool. So Power Hitters and Aces are both back. But now we have the Cheat Code cards and we have the Moments cards. There's a Moments card. So the Moments cards, as you would guess uh, by the name, it's like specific moments of the year 
and there's one that's like pitching coach Rudy Ramirez, and it talks about in the back. So it's the picture is Rudy in his cowboy hat, and then the back description talks about how when Ryan, you were in a jam. It was like bases loaded with no outs or base or first and second no outs, and then Rudy came out to do the mound visit, and uh, then after that you struck out three in a row. So that's a, one of my favorite cards. You just know, like Tom, the actual back description is really funny. I just while we're talking about that, I don't know what I don't know if if Rudy's talk changed anything for me, but now like like I didn't know then. I should say I didn't know then, but like when I saw that in the moment, I didn't even realize like the situation that it was. That he actually he like made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. the magic of the Kyle Schultz editing right there. Right, but thanks, Kyle. I appreciate <laughs> that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. So that's one of my favorites. Um, the cheat code. It's funny that Bennett has a cheat code card. I like that card a lot. Um, we also have now cards that have two player autographs. So there's, I forget what they're called, double plays. Yeah, so I saw Kyle Schultz, Nick Sailor, double play card pulled this weekend. That were pretty cool. Uh, overall, just like I think the cards are like the design, like how it's the names better and stuff like that. So I like them. We got one more insert that I love a lot. The Timeless Treasures card. Um, there's four versions of them. We have Tommy's sister, Rachel Coughlin, an original MLW member. Um, I think she's excited to have that card, no? She gave me the green light for it. Okay. She just said, I want to see the picture before you put it in the set, but <laughs> I think she was okay with it. Yeah, so we got her. We got Jack Chevalier, um, a central cardinal back in like 20... Uh, he's 2013 champion, as well as Dalton Porth, and then Noah Dabrico as well. I'm sure uh, he's excited to be in this deck as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're good. I know uh, a lot of you guys, I shouldn't say a lot of you guys, but a couple of you, you know who you are, like diehard MLW card collectors already have your hands on, or I shouldn't say have your hands on, but I've already placed your orders for a dozen plus packs. So as soon as we get back to Michigan uh, Monday evening or Tuesday, I'll pack those up and get them sent out. So I'll have them promptly. Yeah, and also shout out to Lasorda Legacy for this weekend. Um, shout out to my guy Joe at Lasorda Legacy and everybody in the staff. They were great. The fields are great. Um, formerly Baseball Heaven, if you guys know it as Baseball Heaven, it's now Lasorda Legacy Park. Named after, I believe, T- Tommy Lasorda after Tommy he passed Lasorda. away. It's super cool that they named it after him. So right. a great complex, and we will be back next August for sure. Breaking news, coming back next August. Pretty here first. Date to be determined, but probably around the same time. TBD. TBD. DVD. What's the strategy with the shades this weekend, Ryan? Um, I just went. So, uh, uh, for those of you that don't know, the Cratch Gang actually got to New York City two days early. Uh, hung out in uh, hung out downtown Manhattan, checked everything out. So, uh, uh, those of you who have been to New York City know that on just about every corner you can fleece some random guy for some fake Ray Bans or something like that. And I found these buffs uh, on the corner, fake buffs, I should say. On the corner of some some street, the guy wanted to sell them to me for fifty bucks. I told him I only twenty, and I wanted two pairs. He gave them to me ten dollars each, and uh, I just had to rep them this weekend. And people were, I was actually getting a lot of compliments on them because the yellow on the side matched my Predators jersey on Saturday night, so or Saturday, I should say. So I I, I was uh I was pretty happy to make this purchase. 
Can I talk to Ryan? Yeah, talk to me. Matt, you're just a fun guy to travel with, Ryan. I appreciate that, Kyle. That's good to hear. Especially from the guy who's paying for my travel, so. All right. <laughs> no, I, for, on the real, though, you and Greg are a dynamic duo at our yeah. tournaments. Shout I, out Greg. Shout out Mark again, but. Dynamic. Yeah, Greg likes to, Yeah, Greg gets stuff done. Me and Tom, we get stuff done, but I don't know if we can get it done like Greg and Mark do. I do want to ask you. You're always taking BP off of like a bunch of 12-year-old kids at our tournaments. What's the yeah. mindset behind that? I'm honestly just trying to get ready for my games. But you're like, you're A, dicing them up, and also B, just hitting nukes off yeah. them. Yeah, well, I Deflating like... Deflating confidence. Every kid that you talk to these days at our tournaments, I don't know if you guys get this too, they just like to talk a lot of game. You know, they talk That's a true. lot of heat on your on us saying they could strike us out or they can take us yard. We get a lot of that. So, I respect the confidence. You know, like it's like, you know, you it's like, okay, then prove it. And then they get a little, you know, they get a little nervous. They might walk you once or twice, but then they start throwing strikes and then you take them yard and you know, and then they uh they respect you a little bit more. I always think it's funny when you Yeah, when you're oh, I love doing it. It's my favorite part. I got to say one thing I had to give up this weekend. I think I made this decision in Philly after just too much of it going on. I'm I'm no longer guys. I'm officially resigning from signing any body parts. Oh, I'm not a- I'm not signing your forehead, your arm, your chest, that was weird. your body. It definitely happened here more than it did in Michigan at Wiffle. It did. It was a trend, and I had to turn them away. Morgan, are you in here? Come here, Kyle. Kyle, do me a favor and talk talk shop MLW shop with Morgan here. Oh my after god! She had a great week. Can everybody give a round of applause to Morgan Brown? Thank the you, best, thank the, you. The, the best tent lady around was was a friendly face oh. at our tent uh, as people came up and had to sign the waivers. Was selling merchandise. <laughs> we sold out of like everything. I feel yeah, like. yeah, literally all the shirts. We like, only had four packs of cards left and like maybe five was, towels left. No, you, she she was killing it. Not only this tournament, but the the wiffle and the mitten as well. So. Yeah. That's yeah, so much fun. She's a rock star, and it's that's like a key role too. I feel like I it's love un- doing I like, it. I feel like it's underrated. I just love like seeing and hearing like everyone get so excited to see you guys. Isn't it bizarre? It's so cool, and I've signed two autographs. <laughs> <laughs> Not to brag, so maybe one day I'll have my own card. I don't know. Not to get like too cocky or anything, but no. I I just love doing it so much and helping, and just yeah. it's so cool. Definitely, definitely a key piece to the operation. As is everybody. I mean, um, it really takes everybody. I feel like yeah. That's what I was just about to, to say to perform a tournament to to my standard. Like I was talking to Dallas, your dad today, and he was like, "How how this tournament fared, you know, compared to the other ones?" I was like, and I was like, you know, honestly, I have a very high standard for our tournaments, but I think this honestly met it from from the tent to umpires to just how the games were operated. I think yeah. it, I think it all went smoothly. It's a, our so. structure, our structure behind our tournaments is strong. Yeah, and uh, you know, a lot you can't. See, that's a lot of the behind-the-scenes work, but, mm-hmm. you know, most most fans don't know, like, like Friday night, you guys dr- got in at, I don't know, 2 or 3 p.m., drove straight to Lasorda, and we're taping fields all night, yep. and we're there till nighttime, and then we get up at 6 in the morning when there's an 8 o'clock game. We get up, and we go there, and we're to the field an hour and a half before the games even start. I, f- I feel like we're getting good at it, though. It's kind of become, yeah, like, right. this well-oiled machine. Right, yeah. We know yeah. how to deal with problems, like... You know what? One thing is that was kind of kind of crappy was like teams forfeiting today. We had like a couple yeah. no shows. What's up uh, we with had, that? We had a we had a no show. Yeah, if you guys are ever at our tournaments and you can't make it for some day, let us know so that we yeah. can tell the other team and then you don't, right. you don't screw over another team. But they that, don't got to show up at eight in the morning. If that's like the, the the worst problem to have over the weekend, that's that's not too bad. So yeah. Also, going back to Morgan talking about the autographs, I just want to thank everybody that's out there getting my dad's autograph. Yes. If you're a Greg Crash Wait, was fan, sign, was he signing some? Uh, he was he signed he signed an autographs every. Year. I actually had a kid come up to me. And asked me, he had a wiffle ball only for him and me and my dad to sign. So moments like that That's are it. really special. So I was, uh, you know, I, I'm really happy that you guys are Back out there uh, 
Take, take control of your show. People also had him pitch in the, the derby to them, which was so funny. He was so excited to do that. All right, Tom's coming right, back. Yeah, we got yeah. We got the we got the fake we got the fake MLW member off the pod. The real host is back, Tom. We, you know who we're missing right now is Dan. He's sleeping. Poor Dan, the man. classic Dan. I told you, Dan puts in his eight at most, yeah. and he's, he's yeah. gone. Right. He's kind of a diva. He's like one of those like diva wide receivers. He's like Chad Ochocinco or Terrell Owens. Like he has his own way of doing things. He wants to be primmed and pampered. Uh, he always wants the the most expensive thing on the menu. But that's why we love Dan, right, Dan? Right, Tom? I mean, you can love him for it, you can hate him for it, but it's just Dan. It's who, it's who he is. You can't change the guy. What, what you see is what you get with Dan. Really you're not going to get anything you're else. You're not going to get anything else besides <laughs> just Dan. <laughs> just Dan. If he's sitting, he's happy. That's what he says, he's right? Si- it's pretty true. Do we have any favorite Dan moments from the weekend? Um, it, I think he's pretty proud of that knuckle drop he threw to me. A little more proud than he should be. Well, Tom, you were showing some real animosity. Towards Dan? In that game. because I love him so much, I will man. say, as your teammate, I... I did send some couple chirps. That's I, for like sure. Said, I don't think I don't think there's enough respect from blue to red for the sheer <laughs> amount of grit that it takes to play on red. You put on that red shirt, there's it's something different yeah, about it's, it. It's you know kind of I mean? like Dan was just looking through us. Exactly, like we weren't even there. Exactly. Yeah. You know I can what see I mean? That. Put I on that red that. shirt in the morning. It's not the same as putting on the blue shirt. Yeah. Nah, it's not. We're not as it's respected. Not. It's not. No, you're not. You're right. You're right. People see MLW red, they go, "Who's that?" Yeah. It's, well, it's, my it's, question it's, for you, my question for you is, <laughs> this ragtag um, group of guys right here. I guess I guess this goes for all three of you guys on MLW red. But if the text came in that you know, say a Jimmy Norper or Nick Saylor dropped, and we needed a sub in to blue? for MLW blue, I'm I, not saying there's ranks to this. I'm not, but I'm saying, Tom, what would your answer be? I think I got to stay on red, man. Like you I would, said, would you leave Chadwick and Bono? Also, Bono and Chadwick. Definitely. I want you to answer that. Are you kidding that. me? No shot. It's like Billy Bean staying with the A's. Like he got that offer from the Red Sox, but no, you have to stay yeah. where the heart is. And that's I, Tommy with MLB red. I would throw that that's offer right. letter back in your face. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, to I'm, be not, quite I'm, running, honest I'm running it back with my squad. Yeah. We, had, we had a great <laughs> time. So no, I'm did. never joining MLW. One of these times, hey, we lost in the way we wanted to to another MLW team. That's right. We can't hang our heads. Hey, we got we got Blade here from MLW White. What would you say is the identity? of MLW White. What makes you guys you? Strong-willed young group with uh, a lot of animosity and uh, excitement behind the game. Really enjoy it and just like to have fun. I love it. It's, it always is the youngest guys, isn't it? It's always like Jackson and, and you and some m- most of the times Dallas. Let's be, uh, let's be honest. We're not accepting him anymore. We don't want him. Nobody wants him. Sneak peek, Dan's cutting him. Dallas, can well, I have a, actually ask you a realistic question here? If you were on White... With these fellas, how would you have done realistically? Um, I think we would have done solid. I think we would have made semifinals, even the championship maybe. But I that's ridiculous. I don't know if we would have beat Jordan. <laughs> what, how, was anybody going to beat Final Boss if it was just Jordan and Tosin Didio? Is that the question? Anybody think? Uh, oh, I think when they, Jordan's pumping ninety-one and no, they have the best way, hitters they, in the game. Style, I, I honestly they're think we were. I honestly think we we, we had it, guys. We were kind of on them. We I had a there. single. Yeah, we were. Would, fought, wait, I any was, any I was, balls in play? No, I mean, I was all over. I was. I we, I only had four at bats because we only got one at bat. Dude, each the inning. thing is, oh, so I, was, I mean, we're fouling balls off. Robles Daniel was, had a single. You had a single. He was cooking with this like this drop ball slash screw, and we were kind of getting onto it. And then he comes back with an insane like yeah, rising slider. At that screw he was ninety million miles probably, per hour. I would say eighty five to eighty seven miles an hour. But he threw a riser to Kyle yeah. that came in at least that was the 95. Fastest Once he introduced seen. that, I'm like, okay, that's yeah. another level. That's kind of where I you my know. Cap. Yeah, and you know what they say, Dallas, if you can't beat them, force your way onto their team. Yeah, right? join them. That was the fastest pitch I've ever seen in person by Jordan. No, I told him this too, and this is like a very real thing for our tournaments, but like, so we have a bucket of a balls, bucket of balls on each field, and there's a bunch of different fields, and 
I think each of them are a little different. So whoever can adjust to the balls and even like the wind orientation, because that's also mm-hmm. different on each field. And that comes with the wiffle ball experience and playing in so many different tournaments. Whoever can adjust the best wins our tournaments usually. And Jordan, obviously, has been playing for over a decade. So it doesn't surprise me that he adjusted well. So shout out to Jordan, Toast, Didio, all those guys, Dallas, even. Dallas, oh, we're just oh, disappointed. Oh, I think we're just bad. disappointed. I am upset. Because, you know, Dal, I sat next to you on that plane. I put up with your shenanigans all weekend in Vermont. And here you sleep over my parents' house. <laughs> And you go out there and do that? It's just kind of disappointing. Like we're just disappointed. What do I do? I put on that red shirt with <laughs> yep. bravery. Yep. And I honor that red shirt. Yep. And do. we fight. Yes, we fight do. Fight to the end. Did they even fight? No. Did they have to fight one time in this tournament? Oh, they weren't even scared. I had to rob a homer. It's sickening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sickening. You know, MLW Red is like the true, like, it ain't much, it's but it's David. honest work, you yes. know? It's yeah. David of the Goliath. What are you yeah. talking about? We're enough. We are yeah, much. Yeah, they are enough. We are much enough. And they're tired of being overlooked <laughs> we are. by yes, Dan we are. and everybody else that follows. When's the next tournament? That Houston? Yeah. Mark your calendars, boys. We'll be there. Yeah. I'm going to drive. Calendars. I'm about to start for 42 I'll be feet. there. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to know who I am. <laughs> no. It's going to be unreal. <laughs> well, Tom, it's going to be unbelievable. Tom did say next year at this tournament, he's not wearing a shirt. That's true. I did say that. Yeah. Because he wants yeah. better tan lines around the body. So What's going to happen is you're going to get sunburned and you're going to be the true MLW Red. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, MLW Red. Look at my arm. Look at that. <laughs> oh, next year, we're going to have Common Bomb Tom. He's going to be going off. Oh, I, I, it already is pretty common. It I is pretty say. common. It's pretty frequent it nowadays. pretty common. I, wait, I, actually, I was playing when you hit a bomb. Where was that? What was the situation there? That was the situation. That was the ran- okay, that was the go-ahead that grand slam. That was the go-ahead grand slam. So, yes, sir. I guess that's not really random then. That's like a big spot. That was a signature moment. Right? But that's after, the home run but on after the weekend. you just K'd okay. two people in a row, it felt yeah, random. Yeah, I mean, it, we, me and Trevor weren't even remotely close. No, it felt, it it felt was, random. The game was essentially people watching, people playing in it. Not me, but everybody else. That game was over. It was chalked. Yeah. Umpire put the clipboard down and said, well, MLW Red, you know, they gave it their all once again. And all of a sudden. Champagne was being rolled out in the locker room. Yeah, it was, it was over. It was, was all but over. Yeah. It was all but yeah. over. And then all of a sudden, you hear the crack. All throughout, <laughs> all throughout the sort of legacy part. I, I will say, yeah, the money ball. that yeah. pitcher that was hucking 85 at us, his arm is throbbing. Oh, he's right definitely gone. If you're listening, buddy, prayers out. Like, that dude threw 70 pitches as hard as he could. Yeah. Well, because after that bomb, he had to probably throw 40 more. He's had to choke down about seven ibuprofen since then. (laughs) I will say, though, I think Jim said that. Jimmy Norp said this. When Tom hits the ball, everybody knows Tom hit the ball because it sounds like a gunshot. Tom just bricks. The bat with minimal tape. I, I like it. I don't like a real heavy bat. You guys know what I found out this week? Like all these like pro guys, especially when we were playing in NWA, they use like an old bat that is thicker than the new ones. I had no idea. Yeah, they're I called. Think, they're like Gen One bats. And I think they're, Grant uses one in our league and, as well as Robles. Okay, maybe. so now now is that why they're hitting bombs? That's why. Yeah, because the plastic's harder. They and it doesn't bend and it doesn't do anything so, weird. So what's a guy got to do to get one of these old? Bats? What's a guy got to do to get the CEO to ban those bats so that we can play? You know what I mean? That. I, you, I wasn't looked, even aware until like the until end of this the bat isn't him. even round. It's like the guy it's like the ball 120 feet. To yeah, right well, field. yeah, uh, Ryan. Also, you're corking and taping well, everything corking. in that barrel. I ain't corking. Nothing. Who knows what's under that tape? <laughs> yeah, we don't even know. Right? You could can be check that. Ta- I told you, you can cut that bat in half if you really no, need but it could to. Could be the heart of plastic. I don't know. You I can cut. You can do whatever you need with it. 
Uh, you can take the tape off right now if you I want. I see those buffs, I'll man. retape it. I see it. you looking at me like that. You can you see me. my cards in these buffs? Oh, yeah. Oh, I see it all. all right. At D&Bs, you can't hide from me. <laughs> you can't hide from nobody. I will say, though, Ryan, you do need one of those new-gen bats because you break a bat at least once yeah, a Yeah, folks. If folks that don't know that about that about me, I, I break a lot of bats. And a lot of people think that it breaks like um, like below the barrel, between the handle and the barrel. It's not true. It Actually, they break in between my hands. I'm not sure what I'm doing to make that happen. See, but you think it has nothing to do with the sun and leaving your bat in the sun? Oh, no, 100% and the bat becoming does. malleable? Yeah, it does. Or you think it's a combination of that and this the way you like you grip the bat? I think it's the way. I think I grip the bat too hard. You just grip it. I, I really, I really <laughs> squeeze the bat when I'm swinging. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Malleable. What a great vocab word. I know that's that's what it means, right? It makes things like yeah. bendable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Blade just learned that word last year in school. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry to put Carson on blast, but uh, we got a lot of Carson in the car last uh, last week in Vermont. We were giving them um, some vocab words, and he he's got some room for improvement. But I'm looking forward to seeing that improvement from Carson. How about Jason? You didn't know how asterisk was spelled until today. No. That's a tough word. No. It is a tough word. I, I could like, not spell that right now. A S T E R I S K? Yeah, Jason didn't know about the S before the K. No clue. No clue. But you're also dehydrated. Yeah. Not a clue in the well, yeah, that was that was that yesterday? That was today. Oh, because yeah, yesterday was when I yeah. Yesterday was a miserable miserable day for Jason. It was miserable for me. I pounding think, headache for about I think, nine I think hours. Red, I think Red Beats blew today on a healthy <clears throat> time. I think so. Yeah, I mean I think that's a burning hot take, Tom. I don't know if it burning is. Burning hot. I don't know. That's yesterday morning, hot. I'm a morning guy. You should have seen me out there on the bump. I I, I, I heard I've heard thing. I heard that you were shoving, but I don't know. Dan was putting in a shift against you guys. So what, were you just like an inning eater yesterday, and you burned out the arm? I wasn't eating innings. I was I was I was one two three. <laughs> he was man. finishing it. He was finishing teams. <laughs> I wasn't eating nothing. Well, I will the, say, except for the boar's head subs. Yeah, the concession stands. <laughs> before before we played our game today against MLW Blue, Tom was sitting in the dugout, about to fall asleep yeah, in a food coma. It was so, no, it was a it was a combination of bad decisions. Ryan knows. I have a, a bad history. Ryan, actually, Warda this know. all comes from Warda. Warda's yeah. right about this. I never. Warda always said, "Watch out for Tom on these trips, man. He always overdoes it. Okay. He, he starts. Well, this is what you do, Tom. You go out to dinner. You said this yourself. You go out to dinner with. We go out to dinner with all these skinnier guys like Bonham and your guys. You were saying they don't finish their foods. You got to finish all their food. And you were talking about how you ate too much at Lasorda, like how they had this wrap that you ate and all that. And I come in the dugout and you're smashing some Dippin' Dots. Like you just don't know when to stop. You don't know when to quit. The Dippin' Dots were a bad idea. You got me on that. That's the issue. You got me. What's that you from? don't know right. when to quit, and then all the it just all catches it's, up it's to like, you. Well, Farrell, yeah, you yeah. got me. The dipping dots were bad. Idea. The dipping dots were such I was just a bad so idea. Hot that I was trying to cool myself <laughs> Tom, down. That's, anyway not, that's not what it takes, dude. But the problem was drink yeah, a cold water, zero calorie cold water. The trick. What did I do? I got a two hundred calorie dipping dot, a two hundred calorie dots, protein yeah. shake. I washed it down with a protein <laughs> shake. <laughs> It's 95 car. degrees on this field. You can't be drinking a protein shake and having dipping yeah, dots with it, man. But I don't know. I got. I was making. I was dehydrated and tired, of making bad decisions. It's just it. You overdo it. It, it Bordo's right when he says it. You overdo it. Because here's it. the problem, guys. At home, Kyle can vouch for me. I eat a lot of food. I do eat a lot, but like proportion kind of well. Like in the morning, it's just some oatmeal and then blueberries and then a banana, peanut butter, and then some almonds and a sandwich, then carrots, then some scrambled eggs. Like, then dinner time, and then maybe the leftovers before bed. Like, that's all a lot of calories. But on the road, we don't have time to be eating like that all day. No, and Tom so eats like he's never to, eaten before. Like, yeah, he so doesn't I'm, get I'm fat. Like, I got to get my calories in. Right, So yeah. then I have to overdo it, 
and then I don't feel good. <laughs> well, you over, you'll go out there and you'll overdo it with your own meal, and then you start finishing everybody else's meal, and then you, it just gets. So today, what did I have? Bre- bre- oh, the scones. God, the scones were a bad start to the day. Okay. So we had hotel breakfast, um, and uh, so I had some scrambled eggs and sausage. That was going to be my breakfast, right? But once yep. again, I, I have a tendency to overdo it. So Greg Cratch comes down. And he's like, Tom, these scones, you got to try scones. So I was like, oh, that looks really good. I'll have a scone. So I already had probably three <laughs> eggs and two sausages. Let's have a scone. You yeah, had one scone. Hurt. You can't just have one. Like, that was incredible. I got to yeah. have a second scone. And then Blade's a picky eater. I was like, Blade, you got to try a scone, man. So I bring him a scone. He doesn't eat that. So, okay, I'll finish it. So three scones yeah, see, later. See, there it is right there. That's <laughs> yeah, the overdo yeah. it. Perfect example so right there. Could have just left the, the scone. Day, a thousand calories <laughs> for breakfast. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a thousand calories then by 7 a.m. So Let's keep cooking. So then it's water, water, water. And then I'm th- so I'm thirsty, really thirsty, drinking a lot of water. So I'm filling up, I'm filling up. It's like a balloon, just getting right. Inflated, yeah, inflated. I know, I know. Then it's time for lunch, but I'm like, I'm not that hungry yet. But I was like, okay, I gotta play at one fifty. I got an umpire. I was like, we're not gonna eat till eight p.m. I gotta get a pretty good lunch in here. So I buy this Boar's Head sub, big yep, sandwich, there it a lot was, of meat. Yep. And uh, I eat half of it. I'm like, man, I'm pretty full. But I'm looking around at Jason and Trevor. I'm like, I can't waste half of this twelve dollar sandwich. So my options are to wrap it up, leave it in the hot sun, or just hork it down <laughs> and put could. it away. So I eat the other half, and then I got to water that down with another bottle of water just to get it down. <laughs> By the time um, the blue game came around, it, no, I couldn't move. You didn't even, well, you mentioned it, but you didn't, forgot to mention you also had so the Dippin' Dots right then, that too. before the game? Yes. yes. Well, I think I had the meat right sweats from that sandwich. I was overheated. You had the meat so sweats, I go back and you tried for to. cold water. I'm like, that's just, I'm so hot. So then I'm like, okay, dip, <laughs> some ice cream, maybe. <laughs> no. So I go Dippin' Dots, and I'm like, no. oh, I've always wanted to try one of these core power protein no. shakes. just overdo it. There's no room left for this food, and you just keep shoveling it down your throat. Yeah, MLW Blue, I literally had to walk out there like i couldn't even move <laughs> i couldn't even move I yeah couldn't even tom move. looks out there looks like he's three thousand pounds he's I just did. so I was a little bowling ball out yeah. there. but well and then for dinner i was gonna get a salad yeah i was like i need i need some light i was like i need some light yeah and then what'd uh, you we get, get? The, we get the menu and she, you know i she sold me she did her job i was like yeah, what's good I'm, she said everything whenever i'm on the road i'm like yeah what's good like what's popular here what do you guys recommend and she's like everything's good and she's like but tonight um, it's 10 wings for 750. I was like, oh, yeah. boneless wings, sign me up. Yeah, see, so I get 10 this is what I mean. wings. And when we were, when we, well, then Trev wanted spin dips. We bought spin dips. <laughs> we got the spin dip. And, it and was you had fire. one of my mini tacos for that. Mini taco, mozzarella stick from Blade, spin dip, wings. Tom, see, this is what I mean. I'm, when we were leaving the, the field, dinner. when we were leaving the field, you're like, God, it's just sitting like a brick. And I was like, Tom. I'm like Tom. We're we got to go out to eat after this. He's like, Yeah, I know. I'm just gonna get a salad. I said, <laughs> I said, No, you're not. He goes, Yes, I am. And I said, Tom, as soon as I you look at that menu, you're not, you're gonna decide against. I that. was gonna get a salad, but seven fifty for ten boneless wings, dude. <laughs> See, and you, you just overdid it. You, like you just overdid it. Yeah, that's what I learned on TV. You just continue to overdo it, and that's just you. Let me say one thing. Um, it's kind of late. I don't know if we're gonna make it to DMB. Yeah, Ryan, do you think we're gonna make 11, 11. it? Okay, we gotta go right now, guys. This has been one heck of a podcast. To Dave and Buster's we go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's been a great episode. A lot of fun. Hopefully everything sounded okay, looked okay. We know it was fun. Fun for us. It was, it was great. Sure. It was a lot of fun. Boy, some of us are going to get some shut-eye. Others of us are going to go rob Dave and Buster's for some tickets. And uh, we got <laughs> this Friday, we got Eagles Gators. And then next Friday, September 1st, I think it is. Big series, St. Louis series. So sure. make sure you guys tune in. A lot of fun left. A lot of good whiffs left. And uh, keeping it moving. So. This was the Pipe It Up Podcast, and we'll see you all next week.